St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hi there and welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. This is your host, as usual here, Greg Lindbergh. Here on this episode of St. Leo 360, we are visiting with a recent alumnus of our university. Uh, He recently completed the Master of Arts in Creative Writing degree program here at St. Leo. And his name is Jimmy Sutman. Jimmy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Super excited about this conversation. Um, I myself am um, a writer at heart, and that's kind of my main role with St. Leo, but also do this podcast. Uh, so I always enjoy visiting with fellow writers. <laughs> me too. Cool. All righty. So why don't we just start things here, Jimmy, with a brief background of yourself and just anything you want to share on, on the personal front. Yeah. Um, I recently turned 50 years old, so uh, I'm a non-traditional student as far as age goes. Well, probably in many ways non-traditional. I run a group of businesses that cater to needs of adults with disability. Um, The disabilities range um, from autism to cerebral palsy to Down syndrome to traumatic brain injury you know, folks that were born non-disabled, but through accidents or gunshots, um, that they become disabled. And uh, some of these folks are a lot smarter than me, and and some are going through life at a two to three-year-old level. So we're working with all those types of folks, which is a blessing and a goldmine for a writer. Absolutely, no doubt. And I certainly commend you on, on that work. And just helping that population in general is is amazing. So congratulations on everything you do. And we can certainly get into a little more of that uh, after we chat about St. Leo here. Of course. Excellent. All righty. So as far as your higher education, let's talk about your undergraduate studies here initially. Okay. I went uh, a long time ago, many moons ago, to Grove City College in Grove City, Pennsylvania, and I graduated in 1994 with a communication arts journalism degree. And then I got, excuse me, I was hired at uh, our CBS affiliate in Youngstown, Ohio, WKBN TV 27. And I worked there um, full time. Um, but I also moonlighted working with adults with disability at the local sheltered workshop. And so that's where the thread of um you know, the thoughts started working with those folks. Um, I also went to Youngstown State University and took graduate courses in English. I did not obtain a degree. I also took special education courses there, you know, to help me with my business and to get certain certifications through the states of Ohio and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So um, that's the undergraduate stuff. Gotcha. Very interesting. And what exactly did you do at the TV station? Um, News, um, you know, news writing, um, assisting the producer, actually going out. You know, these were the days, this was the early to mid 90s where, um, you know, television was where most of the news, people got most of their news. But eh, I was quickly bored with it. Um, You know, God bless those who do it. But they were always telling me to write at a fifth grade level you know, to keep things succinct. Um, I was getting more and more sensationalized. Um, 
you know, I, I could tell that, uh, you know, my time was limited there. I was fortunate to be there when TV 27 was still owned locally uh, by the Williamson family. And there was a distinctly different flavor working for them. Um, the, uh, for example, the anchor, uh, Tom Holden, a mentor of mine had been there um, probably by the nineties, probably for 30 years, you know, there were a lot of people that were loyal to the Williamson's that were starting to depart. So I could see some writing on the wall. Sure. Sure. Very interesting. Uh, so when it comes to St. Leo university and your pursuit of graduate studies, let's just start off, uh, speaking about how you initially found out about St. Leo. You know, I've been writing, you know, poetry on and off in my life, but, I don't know, you know, as my job became more stressful, you know, part of what I do is we run uh, residential services for adults with disabilities. So there's 33 different sites. So I'm on call for those 33, 24-7. Uh, we have day programs, our not-for-profit, you know, like you alluded to earlier, we can discuss that a little later. But as the stress built in my life, you know, I reached out to a good friend of mine who's a priest and started going, you know, to church more often and prayer groups, which helped. Um, but I also thought, you know, inwardly, you know, what, what can I do in my life that would bring me peace? And writing was the answer. And I've always wanted to get better at writing, especially about my folks with disabilities. You know, as I mentioned earlier, that's a gold mine of, you know, it's an interesting perspective that I have. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing to be involved with these people from day to day and get to take them to doctor's appointments and just see their worldviews, probe into their worldviews. And I wanted to be able to write better about it. So after laying in bed and reading one night, looking at the ceiling, I was like, I wonder what graduate programs would be out there. And, uh, you know, so I started to, you know, minor research into it, not real serious about it, definitely not having anything on a time frame. And uh, I have some side writing gigs, more professional writing type things. And um, I was actually writing for uh, a baseball website. And I was looking up baseball players and I had just gone through different graduate programs and I saw the name St. Leo's and I had looked it up and my parents uh, at the time were living part time in Florida. And I have a good friend that lives in Tampa, my best friend. And um, so that was a little bit appealing, but I knew nothing of the program. But in studying a former Major League Baseball player, you know, for my writing, uh, Bob Tewksbury, I saw that he went to St. Leo's. And so I was like, wow, you know, that's a weird coincidence. And so it, it just set me looking more at St. Leo's. And so when I called and made my initial contact, I was told, well, oh, my goodness, if you want to start like soon, like this fall, because this was in the summer, we need to do it within the next 48 hours. Of course, you know, can you send us some writing, you know, samples of your writing and, you know, two recommendation letters. So I said, what the heck? I hustled, you know, I sent it all in. And, uh, you know, this was like on a Thursday by Monday, they said, you're accepted. We'd love to have you. What do you think? And I said, let's go with it. So it really, there wasn't a ton of thought put into it. Um, Again, divine intervention. And I'm curious, just kind of reading over the descriptions and the conversations you had initially, 
you know, before actually enrolling? What was it about the program that really appealed to you? Um, I've always been fascinated with the South. So I really wanted something, you know, that was not the same as what I'm living. You know, we have a strong, we have strong programs here in Northeastern Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. Um, But I really was looking, you know, for a perspective that was different than, you know, my professor friends here at YSU and my writer friends. Um, So, you know, Florida lended that. So that was some of it. I also loved that St. Leo's was tied into um, the armed services and veterans. You know, uh, it's a they really cater to folks that are in the service or were in the service previously. And uh, um, that's that type of lifestyle has always intrigued me. So I knew that I would be rubbing elbows with some folks like that. And then I had heard um, I had read some things and online and, and seen Anne Barngrover um, as a poet. Uh, and Gianna Russo too. And so I, you know, I was aware of those two. Um, so, you know, that was a big help in the decision-making. Right. Absolutely. And that kind of leads me into my next question about faculty in the program and those that really stood out to you and made a, a positive impact on you. You know, this was quite the strange time to be enrolled in this program. Um, you know, I would, I would think that people and and people that don't know me or know the program well ask me this all the time because COVID, you know, severely interrupted, um, you know, some travel times and being able to get down there. And even when we did the in-person stuff for the low residency, um, uh, that was truncated by COVID again. Yet again, some students, fellow students um, had the COVID and so I had to fly back to Youngstown. But, you know, through that all, you know, I would think, and maybe some people do, but I don't think so. In talking to my fellow students, um, the professors were so good at communicating, whether it be via Zoom or email or phone call. And and then, you know, in person when we were there, um, they were just organized and very family oriented like you know we were basic you know not strangers i don't even know what you call people that you've only seen on zoom i'm sure there's a term for that out there somewhere um but you know this is the first time you know we're all getting together and and it's such a multi-racial group in different age groups you know like i mentioned i'm 50 years old but you know there were a lot of students that appropriately were just finishing you know or just finished their undergraduate stuff so they're in their early 20s and then again the uh, armed services factor you know people from all over the country um you know with different experiences um so that's a tough deal is getting that a group that diverse together um on the same page you know, not feeling sorry about anything, adapting, you know, quickly on the fly when you find out that COVID is back or we have to make decisions. Um, we also had a, a main professor leave the program um, and uh, the aforementioned uh, instructors really jumped to it and organized things with a sense of peace, you know, calm and organized things. Um Gianna Russo, I can't say enough about her. I mean, I think she's an excellent poet and writer, um, but she was everyone's mom. You know, she jumped into that role. And if you've met her, which I know you have, uh, Greg, but she, you know, she kind of exudes that. 
Um, but you know, there's always this flair, you know, this, there's this ethnicity and this love of the Tampa area and this flair. And, you know, she has a way of correcting you where you don't even know you've been corrected. You know, there's a, that's a talent she wants. And, and that's an important part, you know, or maybe it's the tightrope that professors have to walk is like, you want to promote writing with these people, with people, your students, but at the same time, you want them to get better. So you have to criticize them. So, you know, you, you walk that tightrope hoping that uh, you're, you're going to have people continuing to write. And, uh, you know, I, at, at 50, I was looking for criticism, <laughs> you know, right all the time, uh, you know, and, uh, but I don't know, I don't have, the soundboard. I don't have the people, you know, my friends will do that, that kind of thing. But I, I was okay with being scolded if I did something really wrong or I wanted fresh perspectives. And, and what uh, Anne and Gianna provided was not only a, a fresh perspective, but, you know, solid guidance. You know, I, I, sometimes I think with, with any graduate programs, you don't feel that you're, you're, you're being guided. You're going to be taught, you know, not brought closer to the professors and then, you know, walking together. And I, I've really felt that, you know, they wanted me to succeed, but they went way above, you know, what typical professors would do and uh, and drawn me closer to the art, you know, to other people's works. Um, I've read more in my two years, two plus years at St. Leo than I read, you know, the previous 15 and not because they told me to do it. It was because they would just suggest, you know what this poem reminds me of? This poet. You know what this short story reminds me of? You know, this writer. You need to look this up. You know, this might not be fiction, which you're interested in, Jimmy, but, you know, this nonfiction work kind of, you know, echoes a little bit of what your philosophy is. I mean, those types of suggestions were, you know, priceless. Sure. Sure. Very interesting. I certainly appreciate that feedback. Um, any, any courses or assignments or anything that you want to mention that, uh, you know, really stood out to you that you found exciting or rewarding? Well, I tried to make it clear to my professors that right from the start, you know, I wanted uh, to publish a collection of poems. Um, so, you know, under their tutelage, you know, we, I sent out poems and, you know, fortunately had some published and, you know, then I started to build momentum, at least mentally on, you know, getting a full collection together. So when you ask a specific course, uh, you know, I enjoyed all of them, you know, all of them were basically, you know, picking, getting books, you know, reading them line by line, you know, as Anne would say, reading them with a pen, you know, under my books are, you know, all vandalized by, you know, my left-handed penmanship. So I, you know, but I can go back to them now and find direct quotes and things. And, uh, you know, made me do a lot of research, you know, the miracles of the cell phones. You know, I was able to Google a lot of things and get quick answers and find better words, for example, than what I had produced. Um, so, yeah, they're just uh, not a specific class, but just the whole grouping of classes, which, you know, accumulated in, you know, my thesis, which, you know, basically is a collection of uh, over 100 poems with some short stories thrown in. Um, so, you know, not only am I, you know, leaving St. Leo's a wiser person, um, I think I'm a more 
disciplined person, both Gianna and Anne would always say, you know, you have to make time every single day for writing. Not that you have to write every single day, but you have to read well, you know, give yourself a peaceful spot, you know, time every day to concentrate on your craft. And if you do, you're going to improve. And so I do feel that improvement. And, uh, you know, I left St. Leo's with, you know, over 100 poems and, uh, you know, the strong possibility of it, it being published. Wow. That's fantastic. And as far as your poetry, any specific themes or areas that you really focus on in that type of writing? Um, again, I, you know, I would say at least a third of my poems focus on uh, disability and how it affects people or how the world sees the disability. It was interesting. You know, I have a good friend who is a recovering addict and I spent a lot of time during COVID with him, talking with him, visiting with him. And, you know, that rubbed off on some of my poems too, which is interesting. It's not a necessarily a disability, but the addiction issue, you know, there's some similar emotions at times that I tried to weave together. Um, more and a lot of Youngstown, Ohio poems too. Um, I know that, you know, uh, where I know where St. Leo's is located in uh, St. Leo's, Florida. But, um, you know, when you're on Zoom, I'm still looking out the window at a, a gray downtown Youngstown. And so Youngstown is definitely a character. I'd say about a third of the poems are, you know, the hard, about the hard scrabble people of, of Youngstown, Ohio. And then probably maybe the final third is about my family. I wanted to tell a tale of how my family arrived in Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, my mother's side of the family came from Italy. My father's side of the family has been in America for generations, but they were Irish-German. So I went and did some research. I wanted to see where all four of my grandparents were in 1940, which is easy to do now through Ancestry.com. And so I literally went, found their addresses and went to each of their individual homes you know, where they were in 1940. And it put all of them in the age 20 to 24 year, year range in 1940. So that was interesting. So, you know, there's a, a, a walk back into the past and a comparison. Right, right. Very interesting. Uh, just a little more on the, the online format of this program. So I know you did reference uh, the low residency portion, which for those who aren't familiar, we do actually have students come to campus you know, certainly during uh, non-pandemic times when it's a bit safer to get together for several days, I think about a week. And uh, it's certainly a unique selling point of this program, because even though it is predominantly online, uh, you know, getting that opportunity to, to come together is certainly a unique aspect. But as far as the, you know, predominant online format and modality of this program, I'm, I'm curious how that worked for you and how that compared to your undergraduate work. Um, to be honest, you know, this I have with work, I have to deal with Zoom. So when we first started, I was a little bit discouraged with it. You know, I, I think the biggest detriment is you don't get a lot of feedback from your peers. You know, if you're sitting right next to somebody in class and they read a poem, I can just lean over and say, hey, you know, you should check out this writer or, you know, maybe use that word in there. You know, or I, I just the perfect word just hit me, you know, see if you like this word. 
Um, you know, you can still communicate, obviously. It's just not as easy. You know, you don't get to know people as quickly on Zoom. So, you know, that's not definitely not St. Leo's fault. You know, that's just where we're at in this world today. But um, the low residency, getting everybody together, like, you know, it, it was almost like a summer camp where, you know, you knew these people but really didn't know them. So you were so eager to get to know them. And you had read, you know, you poetry and, you know, short story writing a lot of times is kind of some insight into the people's lives, their personalities. A lot of it is autobiographical. So it's, you know, interesting. We felt like we knew each other. You know, we knew some personal things about each other. We weren't exactly sure if it was fiction or nonfiction. Um, but, you know, uh, Gianna kind of uh, took control and herded us all together and, uh, you know, made us that family. So I, I, to be more specific about your question, I, I think it worked for me. Um, the, the discipline of reading and, you know, wanting to read. You know, I, I think that would be a big difference. When I was 22 years old, I, I didn't want to do the work. You know, now at 50, I'd be at my job thinking, I can't wait to get home and read. I can't wait to get home and you know, grab that pen and start underlining things in a book. I, I'm a big John Steinbeck fan. Uh, I've read, I think, just about everything he's he's written. You know, I, I couldn't wait to reread something because there's a theme that might be good for one of my poems. Um, so it, it really worked well for me. And And obviously, you know, how else could you do it? I'm in Youngstown, Ohio, but yet I want, uh, a, you know, South flavor you know i'm with the businesses that i'm involved with you know going down to tampa for significant periods of time is impossible so you know god bless i was allowed to do it absolutely i'm um, so i am curious as far as how this program has benefited you i know you're still a very recent graduate of the program tomorrow is the uh, youngstown state university uh literature festival and I am very involved with that. Um, Lit Youngstown on November 2nd, I'm going to be doing a poetry reading for them. Um, I've been involved uh, greatly with Kent State University. Kent is only about 45 minutes uh, away from us here. So they, they've got a strong program. So really, it is giving me courage and inspiration to reach out to those groups and to get more involved with that. Um, but my discipline continues, you know, I'm still reading and I'm still writing every day. And that's the thing, you know, the peace, you know, again, I was doing this to find some peace in my life and, you know, that continues. So, you know, there were two, three main reasons that I wanted to get this degree. I, I needed some peace. I wanted to document the lives of my clients. A lot of, you know, write, describe them and document their lives. A lot of them, you know, they live these, you know, strange and interesting lives and then they pass away and then there's no record of it. There's it's just poof. It's gone. Um, God bless. I have some people that are nonverbal. You know, they couldn't even tell you about their lives. Um, so I, I feel that I had an obligation to do that and I needed to get better at it. And then the third thing is, you know, I, I, I that's it. I wanted to get better. I, I wanted to get something published. And so, you know, all three of those facets, you know, uh, St. Leo's 
St. Leo helped me tremendously. So that's how it benefited me. Right. I see. So I definitely want to get into your nonprofit uh, work. I know you do have multiple nonprofits that you're involved in. And why don't we just start with uh, kind of the inspiration behind getting into this type of work? Two initial inspirations. While I was finishing high school, uh, my mom has a twin sister. So my aunt had a baby and that baby was born with Down syndrome. So, you know, it was just an infant. But, you know, as he his name is Terry and Terry's doing well. He's in his 30s now, but he, you know, he was an inspiration. And then also I grew up across the street from an individual with disabilities. I mean, we went to grade school together all the way through high school and he was right across the street. So he was a constant in my life and my family's lives. And um, he's actually one of our folks, you know, comes to our day program and um, is part of Golden String, which is our 501c3. Um, He's the lead singer in our band. We actually have a band called the Feral Cats, um, named after the Purple Cat, which is our day programming name. Um, But anyway, Mark, his name is Mark, and he's a songwriter and can play multiple instruments. Um, But he has some significant disability. Um, You know, he's differently abled, let's put it that way. Um, And uh, he was a huge inspiration. Um, But. You know, I just uh, I was working at the television station. I needed some extra cash. So part time I uh, was able to get a job at the local school for the disabled here in Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, they quickly asked me if I wanted to work with the adults because they have folks that wanted to work with the children. But, um, you know, would I work with the adults? And I said, sure, I'm, I'm happy to do anything. And again, that's what I, I really started liking that more than the journalism and, uh, you know, switched gears. Um, but that was the, you know, I, I worked for the County Mahoning County, which is where Youngstown is located for five years, but I thought I'm going to try this on my own. I'm going to go out. The bigger problem seemed to be the residential, you know, parents would come to me and say, Oh my gosh, I'm a widow. And I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to my son or daughter when I pass away. And I'm worried about it every single day. You know, is there a way you could help me? You know, so these were bigger problems than just helping people at a sheltered workshop. So I thought I'd try to tackle them. And, and here I am many moons later, 24 years later. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And again, just really commend you and hand it to you on everything you do on, on that front. Oh, thank you, Greg. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, so to wrap up here, as far as uh, career goals, you know, specifically writing or just career in general, anything you want to mention? Yeah, I, you know, gold, we have a, through our not-for-profit Golden String, we have a, a internet radio station, goldenstringradio.org, and I do a poetry, I host a poetry show uh, every week, uh, Monday mornings at 7 a.m. And then we play it at different times again. Um, I want to grow that and get more poets on and, you know, feature different types of poetry and, and poetry from folks with disabilities. Um, and then the band I had mentioned, we want our band, our feral cats to get out there and do more things. Um, you know, this is, these are all band members with some sorts of disabilities, some of them significant, and uh, they've been a major source of pride for me because they just go out there and do it. And, you know, I, I fancy myself the George Martin uh, of the feral cats. 
I, I like signing them up for gigs, managing them, but uh, they're very popular around here. So I could probably schedule them three or four nights a week if they wanted to do it. Um, so I want to grow that. We are working on building a camp for adults with disabilities um, in Coitsville, Ohio, which is right near Youngstown. So, you know, those types of things are, are career goals. Um, but also with the writing, I, I, I really want to get this first collection published. You know, I continue to write. Uh, I'm becoming more prolific. Um, I probably have since um, since August 31st, when I last was doing St. Leo's things, I probably have 25 more poems um, that aren't done, but aren't just beginning. And so I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I, I do think I'm starting to accomplish that part of my goal, document these important lives and then expose them, you know, to people that wouldn't be normally exposed. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So again, our guest here on this episode is Jimmy Sutman. And uh, Jimmy, just want to thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. I've enjoyed the conversation and also just so glad to hear how much St. Leo has positive positively impacted your life in so many ways. Well, thank you, Greg. And I, I, I hope everybody understands, you know, these professors we were powerhouses. <laughs> I mean, this was, we're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with the departure of, uh, you know, an important staff member. And, uh, you know, these people did not miss a beat, you know, brought in other writers to help out. Um, you know, I really don't feel that I missed out. I feel quite the contrary that I got extra and, uh, that's a blessing. And, and it's only because of these personalities and these work ethics of these professors. Absolutely. Very well said. And again, appreciate that, that feedback and just, uh, so grateful. And, you know, again, thanks for sharing your story and hopefully this will help those considering this program, you know, give it a second look. Yeah. And if anybody would ever, uh, you know want to talk to me about it, I'd be happy to extol more virtue and uh, provide guidance. Excellent. Alrighty. Again, Jimmy, really appreciate it. Thanks again. Uh, it was great talking with you. I appreciate the opportunity. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877 877- 622-2009 or visit stleo.edu.